success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And we have an amazing guest for you today, all the way from my hometown in New Jersey. We have Emily Morgan. She is the founder and CEO of Delegate Solutions, a premium level virtual assistant company that helps entrepreneurs create a strategic delegation plan for meeting their goals. Emily speaks nationally on the topics of delegation, automation, remote workforces, and flex work culture. She's been featured in Forbes as the top 50 remote employer, highlighted in the New York Times, and named as the Philly Chamber of Commerce's Small Business Person of the Year. Welcome, Emily. It's so great to have you here on the She's Invincible podcast. It's so nice to talk to another Jersey girl. <laughs> I know. I know. We're like, nobody's like us, are they? <laughs> we always say that, these Jersey girl thing. And we're not talking about Jersey Shore, right? We're talking right. about, yes, right? Right. Let's clarify that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's so great to have you here. Happy New Year. Uh, I am so excited to share you with our listeners today. So let's jump right in. Let's tell our listeners, how did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Yeah, I mean, I got where I was because I decided that I wanted to be present to raise my son and I still wanted to have a professional career. Um, I, I, growing up, I was never entrepreneurial. I thought I would grow up and be a teacher. That's what my parents were. My mother always used to say, I think you're going to go into business, but like nobody knew what that meant because we weren't around it. Um, and so it never really was something that I was looking to do. But as I was going through the process of having my son, I knew I wanted to be home with him and, and have the flexibility that comes with that type of work, but still do professional, meaningful work. So that's sort of what brought me here. I think what makes me invincible is just resilience. Um, and I think as an entrepreneur, in my experience, you live with fear every single day. Like it's definitely part of the job is like any moment, you know, it's really scary. <laughs> I've been doing this 13 years. So isn't that interesting too, that you said that because it's the truth. And you hear that from so many business owners is you're not just responsible for you and your family, but you are responsible for all of the families. And I, I'm sure that 2020, you know, with that in mind was a very stressful year, just, you know, as you navigated your way through that, not just having to, you know, keep yourself afloat, but also to protect 
these yeah. other families and keep them intact. Wow. And businesses, right? Because you're, yeah. they're counting on you as well. So for the services, well, listen, I know things have changed. They're, they're different now. I mean, we talk about flex work and remote and oh my gosh, all those things uh, and how they're different. Um, <clears throat> so let's jump in and let's talk about your expertise, which of course is delegation, you know, working from home, uh, productivity, all those things. I'd love to hear your take on all of this. Yeah, it's been such an interesting year because for 13 years, I was on a soapbox about remote work, about how we can do this from home, like how, how just trying to educate and literally overnight, the world changed um, for us in that way. So it's been a wild and crazy year um, for us, but I think the most impactful thing we've gone through as a business has been um, my team is largely comprised of moms and moms were so impacted by this with the, kid, the kids home. So that's been probably the hardest part for us is, is trying to help our team be able to stay employed while having children. <laughs> Yes, and be productive, right? Like as productivity is the, the buzzword, is that how do you do that? Like you take a mom who's been sending her kids off to school for years and all of a sudden she wakes up and they're still there. And she now she has to figure out how to juggle the work schedule and be a teacher, right? Which most, yeah, most moms are not teachers. Not just for like a clip of time, but like for a long time. <laughs> yeah, for like a year almost, right? And yeah, so I can't even imagine. Yeah, so let's talk about, you know, the delegation strategy. What, how do you, how are you helping your clients? What are you all doing to support them? Yeah, so we offer virtual executive support for entrepreneurs exclusively. And we love working with entrepreneurs. Our core mission is to help um, people find freedom to create more impact and do what they love. So like, that's what drives us internally, which is like why we love working with entrepreneurs specifically, but entrepreneurs universally like to hold on to everything and they reach a certain point in time where they just run out of time. And as an entrepreneur, time is your most valuable asset. Like I believe that delegation is really an energy management system. So being able to work with clients and not just be an admin for them, like do this, do that task level admin, but to really be a delegation partner where we come in and help you figure out what to delegate, how to delegate, put systems of accountability together to actually get those things off your plate is really what makes us different as a resource. I love that. Oh, that's so great. And I know you're helping many, many people around the world. So what types of, um, programs, I mean, you say delegation. So what kind, What are they delegating to your, your people, to your staff? Everyone is different, right? And every, every person is evolving. So most clients work with us one to two hours a day. Um, every month, uh, they the work with us one to two hours a day. And in that time, we're really looking for where we can bring the most impact with the work that we're taking off their plate. So we always want to start with their goals and priorities and understand what it is they're trying to do. And then we kind of pull the delegation off backwards that way. So, you know, we'll look at the goals for the quarter and we'll suggest different ways that we can help them get those things done so that they're really focused on the 20% of the time that they need to actually do the thing. And the 80% comes back to us to execute. 
That's awesome. So are, is your staff actually just giving them the plan or is your staff actually doing the work that they're taking off of them? Both. Right. So in most, you know, when you usually work with an admin, it's very directive. You're telling them do this and do that, but really entrepreneurs are not good at that <laughs> universally for a number of reasons. So for us, it's more about tell us what you're trying to do. And we're going to tell you how we can help you get there. And we're going to provide um, the staff to actually execute on a lot of those things. I love that. Yeah. So as you said, you know, we're not the best people to do that. Right. And here's the thing. We don't even know what the right questions to ask are yeah. like, we're, we don't know what we're supposed to be looking for. So we actually need someone to come to us and say, you're doing that. You shouldn't do that. Let us do that. Right. And then we would do it, but we don't even know what to ask for until we're already stuck and frustrated. Right. And that, that really holds up success. Wouldn't you agree? I do. I think delegation is the foundation for growth. So I think, you know, going in, if you're a new entrepreneur, going in and mastering delegation or at least trying to delegate as you're growing is a really important muscle that you can grow and develop over time that's going to serve you well into the future of how you grow your business. I love it. So I'm going to ask you a question about, and this is just random, but I'm sure there's like common themes, right? So what would you say, we have all these female entrepreneurs listening right now. What would you say is the one biggest, most important thing that's kind of a theme across entrepreneurs that they need to let go of and delegate? That's like the one thing that it's holding most people back. Um, the big one I think is process. So a lot of the times the processes are in our heads and, and we're so used to doing it all. So there's no documentation happening. And really, if you can, if, if you're doing something that's repeatable, you want to document it. That's always sort of a baseline rule as you're going through your day and you're like, Oh, I did this yesterday. I do this every Monday, write it down. Once we identify those repeatable things, they become delegatable, they become automations we can build, um, but they turn into process. And that's really where you start to find time back. I love that. And so now like how many businesses are your, or entrepreneurs are you working with? Like your company? Uh, around a hundred or so. That's amazing. Yeah. And through all this time, right? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, how you, how 2020, beside from the, the moms, right. How has this affected like the actual entrepreneurs that you're servicing? What are you seeing with that? I mean, I know it's all virtual, but I'm sure there's still different dynamics in there. Yeah. So the entrepreneurs we work with are typically established entrepreneurs. So we went through this period, I think March through May, where everyone freaked out, pulled back. Thank God for PPP, right? We didn't have to lay anyone off, but it was a really scary time to navigate the financials that went with that um, and the commitment that we have with our staff. Um, but the majority of the people that we work with are growth mindset. They have an abundance mindset. It's really important to the work that we do. So they were able to identify just changes they can make in their business, new service lines they could roll out, new collaborations. So I think that mindset is really what helped a lot of people through it. Now there's some that own gyms, there's some that own restaurants, there's some that owned um, hotels, 
those, you know, those industries were deeply impacted by this in ways that were not as easy to pivot, but so many of the ones that we work with are just growing, just growing. I love that. And that's a reminder, right? To support your local businesses. We did that throughout this time. And it looks like a lot of them are shutting down again where I am. And uh, we've done that through takeout and gift cards and all those things. And I think that's so important for us to remember because when this is over, we, we want to go back to normal and normal is having access to these thriving businesses, right? And the luxuries of going out and celebrating and, and doing the thing. So I know it's been really hard but I think, you know, this is the time we all have to pull together and keep each other up. I, I don't think it can be every man for himself out here. You know, I think that the, the strongest are going to come out of this by just really holding each other up. And uh, so, so such a good conversation around that. And Woody, this is the new year, right? So here we are. It's a new year. We thought it would be different. It's a lot the same, right? But what? let's talk a little bit about productivity. Like what kind of things should people be doing right now in this new year that you could recommend? So I think it's a great time. The beginning of the year is a great time one for goal setting and my recommendation and what I'm, how I'm thinking about it. We run on EOS, the entrepreneur's operating system, and we have a VTO, which is a one-year plan, a 10-year vision, a three-year picture, and then we break it down by quarter. So for me, just even in my personal planning, I'm really just focused on the quarter, 90 day sprints. What can I actually like, what can I wrap my head around that I think will be true within 90 days and what needs to be true? What do I want to see happen? So I think the 90 day sprint is the way to be thinking right now. I love that. That is like gold right there because we don't know, right? Like we have no idea. We thought that last March, it might last a few weeks and here we are. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it has been so great to chat with you today about these things. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah. So we are at delegatesolutions.com on the web and everything is on there to connect with us in all the other places. I love it. Awesome. Okay. Well, now this is where we shift. (laughs) Yes. Are you ready to shift with us? So on the She's Invincible podcast, we are supporting women, um, fierce female entrepreneurs, and we are um, not only encouraging them, but we're dealers of hope, right? We, We know how difficult it can be to start a company, run a company, you know, go through the waves and the obstacles and all the things. It's like a real obstacle course. And uh, it's not easy, right? Like if anybody's standing here telling you it is, they're, they're not telling you the truth. It is not easy. It is not for cowards. And, you know, the thing is that I feel like it's a test, right? Like the heart, the more obstacles you get, the harder you have to push and the, and the more you celebrate in the end. But unfortunately, women are out here comparing themselves to other successful women. And you've done some great things, right? In your business, in your life, you've impacted the world and business and entrepreneurs in so many ways. And when people look at you, they see this Emily Morgan today, not the one that started, right? (laughs) Not, yes, not the mom in the maternity ward, right? Up at 3 a.m. feeding a baby. Like they don't see that Emily. They have no idea. They're comparing their place right now where they are to this Emily 
and is this is not the real Emily, right? This is the one who has journeyed and become this person. And so we love to let our listeners behind the scenes and let them see like, this is the Emily that you are today and they can be their best version of themselves too, as long as they face the obstacles and do what they have to do and keep on going and never give up. So we're letting them in right now and pulling the curtain back and we're gonna let them in. And so the first thing I would love for you to share is a good story. You know, in, in this entrepreneurship, we, we know as successful entrepreneurs that we never focus on the bad, right? We, we go through it, we learn from it, but we, we wanna spend a little time in the good and the celebration because I also think we don't celebrate enough. We don't, you know, spotlight and really celebrate ourselves. And I wanna do that with you right now. Thank you. Yeah, I think um, what we focus on expands. That's, you know, one of my meditation mantras and abundance mindset has always been something that I've been working on personally. But I think like the big statement is it takes years to be an overnight success, right? So you don't just like wake up and, and it's happened. It's years and years and years to get, you know, for most of us to get to that point where we can say that. So that would be my first sort of takeaway that I would share. Yeah. And so tell us you, I know you have some great accomplishments that you've done and some, some really good stories. So tell us about that. Yeah. So I think our, one of my proudest moments as a business owner was when we crossed a million in, um, a, in annual revenue. That was like a big, a big day for a small business, B2B service business, um, female owned. It was something I had been chasing for a long time. And I always said, I want to cross a million with ease and a smile. I don't want it to be like, you know, you know, I'm dying and I'm in pain and it sucks. Like I want to enjoy it. Right. <laughs> so that was my intention. So the day that I found out it happened, I was like, oh my God, like I didn't even, I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't really ready. And, you know, once it happened, I actually took my entire family out. We went to, um, down in Atlantic city, we went to the Palm and I did like a whole dinner where we celebrated a million and it was like a theme. And I actually proposed to Alan, my partner, um, that night. <laughs> so, oh, good for you. <laughs> so yeah, it was like a whole celebration. We got dressed up, we got hotel rooms, and it was a really big deal. And I agree with you. Like you have to celebrate this stuff or otherwise you're just chasing because it's a yes it's a yes life. and you yeah you never want to be like that and it's a good thing alan said yes right <laughs> that's so great yeah that's so great and then um also i i read in your bio that you were the philly chamber of commerce the small business person of the year that that had to be equally as exciting as crossing the million right oh my gosh like one of the, that was a crazy thing because my, I, I had an interview for that. Like we had to be um, somebody to nominate you. And then you had to do this big interview in this whole room of people. And they had a vote. Like I was voted on by peers to win that award. So it was like probably the highest honor I've ever had. I have the plaque like on the wall, but I actually um, took my son and my parents and everybody we went to um, the dinner and I had to give a little speech and I like dedicated the speech to my son. And now my son has this idea of like, well, 
I'm responsible for delegate. Like he tells me all the time, like, well, it's, it's because of me. <laughs> so, anyway, so he was like the only kid at this whole like black tie party. And so he had a great time, but it's a good memory. That's amazing. What a fun story and a fun way to live life, right? And to celebrate your accomplishments in your company that you work so hard for. Congratulations. Oh, that was fun. Now we have to go <laughs> to the bad. So, you know, we have bad things happen every day. Things happen, right? You know, most of the guests on the show are like, you just have to wake up and expect it. And then you won't be so surprised, <laughs> but some things you just can't expect. So tell us one of your bad stories that, that wasn't so fun and, and could have really tripped you up. Yeah, I think when I started my company um, after my son was born, at the time it was like 2007, the economy is tanking. My husband at the time like lost his job and was on unemployment. And I had made this decision, like my business had gone to this point where I had enough clients that I was able to leave my job. And then the job actually became a client. And then the job before that became a client. And so I wound up like actually becoming self-employed while he was on unemployment. It was terrifying, terrifying time to go through. And that's, those are the days when I was, you know, basically working till three in the morning, I would go to sleep, get up, work, work my day job and then work in the evening. Like it was crazy times back then. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're talking about that now, because I think that there's probably a lot of that going on in the world right now, a lot, you know, because of COVID, uh, a lot of people and spouses have lost their jobs. Uh, and, and there were people, I mean, not, you know, we weren't, a, <laughs> we, we weren't exempt from wanting to start new companies, right? This year, last year. Uh, so tell me this, like, I know it had to be almost debilitating, right? That's really scary of a new baby and, and yeah, not good. So what do you remember back to that time? Like, what did you do? What were some of your practices that were like, Emily, smack yourself. Like, let's get together here. Like, don't lose it. You can't lose it. You got to keep going. Like, what did you do? How did you do that? It's not easy. Well, I was at that point preconditioned to have to survive and pay the bills. Like at the point, at that point in my relationship, I was basically the income earner. And so I, I just knew I had to make it one way or the other. And at the exact same time, I got featured in the New York times in this very big article. And so I think that had a lot to do with my own, like, I can do this, this is validating. Like you kind of just have to really grab onto those wins as they're happening and unfolding in front of you I think I love that that is so great boy what a what a timely blessing that was right <laughs> not everybody is featured in the New York Times oh my gosh all right well now we got to go for ugly <laughs> and again I think the most successful people have the most ugly stories right and we when we overcome those and don't give up uh when we get up, we get back up and we overcome them and we brush our knees off. Those are what make us even greater. Right. And like you right. said about being invincible and being resilient, like that is such a big thing. So share with us one of your ugly stories that really had you down on the ground. Yeah. I think, um, recent story to share. We had a client that came in, used the service, referred in by another client and went out and basically COVID happened and she was a recruiting agency 
and she went ahead and started a virtual assistant service. So she came in, basically used the service to learn how it worked to come out and create a competing business. It's really the cheapest way to learn how to start a business is to go be a client of somebody. I don't recommend it because I believe in karma and I think it's bad karma to do that, but that's basically what happened. And, um, you know, I reacted to how that all played out and felt very burned because it involved another one of our clients who we eventually fired. But, um, you know, we hired an attorney to pursue this. And before I knew it, we had this huge bill and we hadn't accomplished anything. And I had lost the taste for being litigious. I realized I don't have the stomach for it. I don't have the interest. Like, you know how it's like, we're focusing on what's good. So this is crap. Like it needs to go away. And it was just totally getting out of control. We weren't getting anything out of it. And so going through that, I really learned I'm not a litigious person and small business really doesn't have the budget to, to really do anything about this. And I learned, I wish I would have taken the money and modified our contracts or some, you know, used it in some other way that, that benefited our future instead of reacting to what was happening in the moment. If that makes sense. Oh, that's such a good story. And you know, I love what you said about crap, right? Like you gotta just push it aside. Like, I feel like that is the key to being invincible is how quickly you can move to the other side of that. Like, totally. okay, it, it hits you, it happened. Go take a shower, right? Yeah, you're covered in crap. Go take a shower and get back on track. I think the faster you move into that, through that, those moments, the, the better off you come out and that you're less affected. And I think that comes from like emotional management and uh, you know, we're all working on that. And, uh, but yeah, I can't even imagine um, what that felt like to you, like the betrayal and all of that. And that could have stopped you in your tracks. You know, if you, if you weren't as resilient and persistent as you were. And, uh, and it is unfortunate that there are people still today out there doing business that way. And that is unfortunate, but I am in standing in total agreement with you that karma is your best friend. And, you know, if no one gets away with anything, I don't believe that. So, and some things take longer than others, but no one does. And look at you now, right? So you could have like stayed on the ground and had a pity party, whatever that was. Uh, but here you are thriving in these times and you're stronger and more prepared to handle what comes now. And I love that. And yeah. I, this is, this is why I love to have fierce female entrepreneurs in my space, because this is what comes out of that. And it's, it, we're all powerful because of it. Oh my gosh, Emily. Well, before we go, I have one last question uh, for you uh, just before we wrap up. And that is, um, what has been the book that you've read in your lifetime that has the, had the most impact on you? Um, to, to the last point, it was really, I earned my entrepreneurial MBA going through that experience. <laughs> like the cost is what I would have spent to get an MBA. I mean, not really, but you know, it all goes to the same pile, but that's what one of my friends said. I thought it was so funny. Um, books, so the book that I really loved is called Chasing Slow by Aaron Lochner. And it's a beautiful book. It's um, kind of like, you know, a biography, but kind of like a self-help book. But it just talks about this notion that we're constantly like chasing and why are we chasing all these things? And like, 
what are we really going for? And, and the slow part is how do we slow down and just enjoy it? Um, so we, I gifted that book to my team, to our clients, like over the years, it's a really great book. I love that. Oh my gosh. And I have loved this time with you. Thank you so much for being with us today. And to all of our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business right now, but if you're face down on the ground, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.